what's up guys it's hannah rose with the girls club podcast what's up i'm here with rachel sterling and hey. nasia morero perfect said her yes. name perfectly yes. i'm proud of myself what's up guys good good how, how are you guys doing i'm doing good good i we're me and rachel are currently visiting austin at the moment and got to meet nasia on our trip it's been awesome yeah um we just had a really amazing brunch yeah good I, food yeah i went to what was it called sour duck. the sour duck mm, and i heard good things i about didn't that. even chew that food i fucking mm. was like put it in my mouth what did you eat it was i don't even remember what it's called it was a breakfast sandwich and it was on this amazing bun and it had a shit ton of cheese which i will regret later but it was worth <laughs> it and of course brisket because they put brisket on fucking everything, everything in yes. texas but <laughs> it's not like brisket wrap dicks out here i swear <laughs> <laughs> brisket you should write brisket that down that's hilarious that yeah yeah do it at that. the show tonight put brisket on everything <laughs> shit on everything um yeah so i was taking pictures of i don't like to take pictures of my food because it's just silly okay you know I take I, pictures I, of my food. I, well because I, I always joke that now like that's why everyone's so skinny because it takes them so long to get the picture right before they can eat yeah so but i couldn't help it i was just like oh my god the world needs to see this is this so is this food porn i couldn't and then of course and then i went over and like took a picture of hannah's boobs so i didn't lose any followers <laughs> marketing <laughs> marketing uh, yeah so yeah we just met nasia um and you recently moved to austin as well yes yeah where where are you from originally so i'm from portugal cool but i was living in germany before I moved Oh, here. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's awesome. Just living in Berlin. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. You were a flight attendant. Was that when you were a flight attendant? No, I was a chef there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You okay? You do a lot of things. I, do a lot I of need. Things, to, I need to get my shit together. <laughs> I do a lot of things. No, I was just like survival. I guess that sounds so wrong. It's like survival. I was a chef. I was. I was a chef. I was a. Fl- I traveled the world as a flight attendant. Yes. I'm a comic now. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, what did you? What kind of food did you cook in Berlin? So I was cooking for 17 Marines. Oh. Every, yeah. So like they would have like their their own compound, like with their house. Mm-hmm. And then they would, had a professional kitchen and I would go there and cook for them and then leave, mm-hmm. which was super funny because like once in a while, like they were just kids and they tried to talk with me. So it was like I was back in high school. Yeah. They looked, I thought, oh my God, this is going to be a bunch of hot guys. Mm-hmm. But they looked like a bunch of kids from the spelling bee contest. <laughs> You know, they were so little and young, but there was an older guy that he would always come up to the kitchen, like without a shirt on. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, hey, one of these days I'm going to burn those little nipples of yours. (laughs) You know, like you need to put a shirt on when you come down here. Oh my God. But yeah, that was it. I had a great time, but I will never do that again. Yeah. Too much work. Yeah. Yeah. You were expecting some hot military men and then the big young little strangly boys yeah <laughs> hey, they grow up yeah they grow up i guess yes there was this time that this guy, it was raining it was like pouring rain and i was getting the groceries and they were helping me and mm-hmm. this guy goes i'm gonna get my board shorts and i'm like what's board shorts i didn't know what that was oh uh, yeah and he goes get his board shorts mm-hmm. and thinks it's just wearing the board shorts nothing else in the rain i'm like aren't you cold and he goes well it's like being at the beach but the opposite i'm like oh, that makes no sense like, <laughs> i don't i don't understand yeah. But yeah, I did some comedy there too, but like the comedy scene is more closed there. They gotcha. don't really love immigrants. Right. And they are very like 
closed. I did this club called Cosmic Comedy Club, which was very fun. Mm -hmm. And the owner was really nice, but it's it's difficult, especially for women. Yeah. Yeah. So did you have to, were you, did it have to be clean comedy or were you able to talk about whatever you wanted or no, how did you feel about that? Like you can talk about whatever you want. You can just not, even if you're a Jew, you cannot make jokes about Jews. They're really sensitive about that. Okay. Even though they were the ones who did that <laughs> fucked up shit. You know what I mean? They're like, we're trying to forget about that. Okay. Yeah. We're trying yeah, to rebrand. We're, <laughs> we're rebranding. Are you not? Exactly. <laughs> oh, but, that's um, interesting. Yeah. That you can't talk about the Holocaust and being Jewish. It's funny, like, just how different the comedy is. I mean, comedy is subjective, of course, but, like, just how different comedy is in in, in every city and, like, country. Right. I mean, and the I, culture is different. Yeah, it's so different, but I, I feel like they were so uptight. There. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know. It was not my thing. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, I've kind of heard... East, um, Eastern European countries are very uptight, you know, very religious, you know, not into women doing things. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Interesting. So you lived in Berlin for how long? For three years. Wow. Three years. Yeah. So that sounds freezing. Was it cold? Yeah, it was cold. I lived in Norway too. There was fucking freezing. Oh, like my You lived phone. a lot of fuck. I gotta, yeah. I gotta get out there. No, it was I had a very like strict household uh -huh. back home, so I, I couldn't wait to get out of my parents' view. Yeah, you know, like, you're like let's let's leave the country. Wings. Yeah, I was like, so when I turned 18, I became a flight attendant, and they moved me to Norway, and then I was the company you worked for. Yeah, gotcha. So I started doing comedy there actually. Okay. And I learned a lot, and I had a lot of fun because all I did was working like crazy, mm -hmm. and then at night. Even though I was exhausted, I would go and do comedy. And that was the only thing I had going on for me that kept me sane. Yeah. That's awesome but. that you were able to, you know, work so hard and then go and do comedy. Yeah. That was yeah. fun. What was the scene like in Norway? It was better. Okay. It was better. And I think they actually, they, they prefer um, cheap humor like sex jokes and stuff like that okay because okay. they are a little more laid back yeah they are very sexual there okay like, i need okay. to move to norway <laughs> oh no <laughs> believe me you don't want to go to norway there's a bunch of blonde dudes that are over sexual in Do you norway because if so i'm buying a ticket Dude, right now i'm so sorry i'm gonna get shit for this but norwegian guys are pussies <laughs> like girls girls are like the real thing they're like they will fuck you up they're like the real vikings okay you know what I mean? They have all this thing about gender equality and whatever, but girls are like, they will fuck you up. They are like, Ooh, I, I fuck I like whoever. They're like, I fuck whoever I want when I want. And like, girls can fuck like five guys in a week there and it's fine. And I was, and I came from Portugal. I was like, I didn't know this was possible. What's happening? You know? Like, <laughs> oh, fuck. I gotta yeah. visit Norway. I like the sounds of this. Yeah. Make they, men, my bitch. They fuck. <laughs> exactly. They fuck there. <laughs> That should be their tagline. Come to Norway. We fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, uh, I, I dated a Norwegian guy there, but he was like super feminine. I don't know. Guys are just I, I haven't I didn't met a Norwegian guy there that was like, oh, like maybe this is it. They were all like, uh. OK, so you know how Latin countries, they have all this passion and it is like really passionate and all these like mm -hmm. games and like super hot. There is just like, hey, you want to meet here and we can fuck? 
do you want to come to my house and we fuck? That's how oh, it is. It's like LA. Yeah. <laughs> oh, LA is like that? Yeah. Wow. But the guys they are feminine, like, f- feminine in LA. Yeah. I don't like feminine guys. in LA. Yeah. Oh, lazy. God. You're just lazy in LA. That's true. You're just lazy. Everyone, yeah, everyone in LA, they're just like, whatever, let's just come over, smoke some weed, and we'll, yeah. you know, let's just see how the vibe takes us, oh. you know? Mm. Like, you want this pussy or you don't. Make a <laughs> <Exactly>. decision. <laughs> Tell me. Wow. Okay. Awesome. So you, so you went from Portugal to Norway to Berlin. No. I oh. Went, oh, wait. <laughs> there's more, girl. There's You're more. Like, okay, so right. after, uh, like, I had a boyfriend and he broke up with me, uh-huh. and I was really heartbroken. This was in Norway. Yeah. Okay. In Norway, and I was really heartbroken, and um, I applied for this job as a flight attendant in another company, which was in Abu Dhabi. Oh, where's and that at? It's in the Middle East. Do you oh. know, like, it's next to Dubai. Oh, okay. Basically, it's like 45 minutes to Dubai by bus, by car. Um, and um, there was like, I was so desperate to get that job because I really wanted to get out of Norway, but I could never afford it because it's so expensive. Yeah. And I was just depressed because there's like six months of the year where everything is dark. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I felt so bad about myself because I was like, oh my God, all these girls here are so beautiful. I was very young. So that's why I still thought this way. Yeah. All the girls here are so beautiful <laughs> and blonde with blue eyes and they're like, Everybody has a shit ton of money and I'm like working so hard and I'm like white. I look like a fucking zombie now because I don't get sun. You know, I just <laughs> felt so bad. So yeah. like, okay, I'm going to apply for this next job. And I flew to Ireland and I went to an interview um, f- to be a flight attendant. There were 500 girls and, and guys. Oh my God. Yeah. Only 10 passed because that's a full day full of interviews. They have like all these different stages. Only 10 passed. Oh and I God. was one of this them. Is, this is like a casting call for American Idol. Fuck, yeah. It was <laughs> insane. I, I still can't believe I got it. That's, oh, wow, yeah. that's awesome. You must be a good flight attendant, I guess. I get, I think I was just desperate, so I really got into, like, in that zone of, like, okay, yeah. I'm going to make this shit happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, so yeah. you kind of got drawn to doing flight attendant work just for the traveling and getting out of where you're from? Because yeah. I, I always wanted to travel, but I, ne- I could never afford it. Right. And my parents didn't have much money either, so... That was like perfect for me. Yeah, to do that. You kind get to of be stuff. a lone wolf. You get to travel and make money. So that was perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. What was your experience being a flight attendant like? I think like I, I was an international flight attendant for three years. So for like the first one was amazing because I had all this energy of being like, oh my god, all these places I've never been. You know, I had so many good flights. I always had ultra long haul flights, mm-hmm. and then it started catching up to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, where I was so exhausted, but I couldn't sleep. And I would just start laughing like the fucking guy from the Joker, <laughs> like the Joker guy. You know, yeah. I would just be so exhausted. Later on, I learned that that's uh, what happens when you're really tired. Like, right. it's like that. Your body will shut itself down. Yeah. So that that happened. I learned a lot, though. But um, it was nice to travel. And I got to meet all these different people and cultures. And something that I loved is that the people that I worked with they were obligated every single day to travel with like 12 different people, you right. know, and then maybe they wouldn't see them again. Maybe they would. Mm-hmm. So people don't go between like with little small talk. They're just like really straightforward. And I love that. Okay. And now that I'm finally stable here in America and I'm like that because I'm used to that. Mm-hmm. Americans don't like that. They're yeah. like, whoa, that's like you really upfront or like, okay, let me just say, Americans, I we like, definitely talk behind each other's yeah, backs. Like yeah, like that doesn't happen 
with all the this different cultures that i lived and i used to be like oh you know fuck norwegians they are so cold and i'm like fuck at least they were honest they would just tell you shit to your face yeah. i mean i love americans i was really looking forward i mean my husband is american yeah i was really looking forward to be here and, and i love being here but mm-hmm. i think that's just the hardest thing for me is that you have to go around in circles and you can't be honest that way yeah yeah I, <laughs> rachel what i see your face things are turning in your head yeah. <laughs> yeah so like i don't know i i feel like many times if somebody has an issue with me they'll just ghost me right. and it's like we that's have a, that's that's a <coughs> ghosting drives me fucking nuts although yeah. I, mean, I have it's ghosted a, it's i a, have ghosted just because sometimes i'm just like i it, it's usually pretty egregious whatever the person is doing you know what i mean like if they're there's only so much because I, I I insert myself into people's lives because I'm just very, you know, yeah, bossy, overprotective, motherly, whatever hat you want to put on. It's the same bullshit. But then when it doesn't, sometimes people just want a bitch or they just want to have a problem mm-hmm. all the time yeah. or they're just self-destructive. And it's just like I'm just at a place in my life where I'm like. I can handle a problem. I can't handle total self-destruction. Yeah. So and you you don't have to. So see mom. I clip you. Like I just I just it's not good for my mental health. And yeah. so I just go bye, dink, and I just go yeah. dink. You know. So I have I have ghosted, but I don't like when it's done to me. I just don't like when it, I don't like when they're like, quite. You're I've been on the phone with somebody and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be great. They're like, oh, do you want to go to this thing or whatever? And then it's like dead silence. Like they, they died. I'm like, yeah, okay. Did yeah, you die. <laughs> Oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, I had I had recently somebody that um I have business with and I even have signed contracts with and um this person is just too busy to get back to me. And I'm like, motherfucker For work? Yeah. Ooh. And it's like, uh, what's going on? Like you need to and he, he just doesn't reply to me. I, I always tell him like even like they make emojis now. Even they have a fuck you emoji and a thumbs up. You can give me either one as long yeah. as I know <laughs> yeah, that exactly. like that just means like I'm busy now. I'll get to you. You know what that tells me that you're a fucking coward. That that they don't answer. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, are you scared? I'm just gonna tell fuck me. you up. Yeah. Just, just tell, tell me. me. What's up. Just tell me. Well, and I I think <coughs> ghosting can also be a power move. You know, being like, oh, but there's you no want power. something from me. That, I'm gonna not respond, and I'm the. This is gatekeeper. This here. is what I think. That tells, abuse, me, that tells me. That tells me you're. That tells me you're weak. Yeah. yeah. Because somebody who's not afraid to be vulnerable, it's a badass, and be like, hey, I'm sorry, I don't want to do this, or hey, I think you're great, whatever, but I don't, I don't want to be your friend, or you're not my type of person. That's badass. But yeah. you, I mean, you're so fucking weak. You have such a tiny little dick. No small dick shame. <laughs> but that you're scared to tell little me. Little dicks matter. Little dicks matter. As long as you know. <laughs> that's our merch. As long as you know well, how to do with the things. Merch. Little dicks matter. You gotta know Aww. how to do with the things, though. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it just tells me that you're a coward. I mean, you yeah. don't know. You can't speak up. Yeah. And I, I personally don't want to have friends or business with people who can't speak up because then it's like, I can't count on you. You cannot even tell me what's up. Yeah. Well, and you know, I want to have honest people in my life because you can trust them. Like I'd much rather if someone has a problem with me, they talk to me about of it course. because if not, then, then they're, they're talking behind my back to people. Yeah. They're causing other problems. They're causing drama. They're spreading negativity. Yeah, and it's just it's just so, you know, it's just a young thing to do. I'm like, we're adults. Like, yeah. if we have yeah. a problem, let's talk it out. Let's exactly. stop spreading 
But then there's I some agree. people that, you know, it's also hard too because I think I think the the, vi- the pandemic has caused uh, as much as we're, we were isolated from people, we also were very thrown in to relationships mm-hmm. with people, whether it's on a little text bit of trauma or, bonding. or there four people, or, you know, maybe, maybe we were seeing like at least 10 people or something like that. And yeah, trauma bonding. We're just kind of like, these are the only people I see. So those, those interactions mean more mm-hmm. than they would have in the real world where we have, do have all the stimuli and other choices and things to do in busy lives. So it's kind of like when you go to like, ever go to the beach as a child and like you bestie out with one kid you don't even remember that kid's name but you're like so sad when you leave them at the end of the day because you're just like bonded mm-hmm. yeah i kind of feel like the pandemic was like that with people like i would normally probably not spend this much time with this person but it's like what else do i have to do yeah and then sometimes you kind of realize halfway through it's like dating you don't meet the real person until like a few months later yes. like you you're a little crazy you're a yeah. little you don't mm-hmm. live your life in the same fashion that i do yeah. and i don't want to fix you yeah so I don't i'm just gonna peace out like i'm here if you want me but i'm not yeah. gonna like be actively trying to in- I be there i i always had a lot of friends and even in comedy scene i have a lot of friends that like there's a lot of cliques and there's a lot of people like who fucking hate each other. And I'm in the middle because I, I get along with everybody. Yeah. I don't mind if, if you're a little bit crazy because we're all, all a little bit traumatized. Yeah. But I do mind if you're not respectful and if you talk, like if you cannot like speak up. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Like if you disrespect me once, I don't give a, f- a fuck if you had a bad day. Like fuck you. Because that doesn't give you the power to be disrespectful towards yeah. me or anybody. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Or at least I need to apologize and be like, yeah. I didn't mean to take, you know, exactly. I had other things going on. Did not mean to put that on you. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I feel like people just don't have the emotional maturity to want to apologize. And also, I mean, yeah, just take responsibility for their I actions. Think most people as well see that as a weakness. Yeah. Which I think it's so like childish. Yeah. I think you're a, a way more stronger person if you can apologize. Exactly. We're not all perfect. Things happen. Misunderstandings happen. Yeah. But yeah. like, I, th- I think in LA though, everyone's so um, everyone's so fake. I think. Well, in this. I, I mean, when I when I talk about the younger generation, you're excluded, Hannah, because you're <laughs> not a normal twenty three year old. But like, you twenty three? Yeah. Oh my god. I know. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you don't look older, but you're she's, very mature. I mean, she's yeah. She's she's like more mature than I am in so many ways um but like I feel like at least where we live everyone's got their prescribed I have a doctor's note of these are all the things that are are emotionally and mentally wrong with me so it excuses me to behave in a (laughs) that's so narcissistic that's so narcissistic and that you know what I mean they also think that I'm like they just thought they bought the patent on pain and awkwardness and anxiety and all this other shit i'm like no it's called being a fucking human being yeah yeah and i if you get if you don't use your words that you have a bad day but like you're not you're always gonna have a bad day if you don't work through this exactly like at what point you know when you have someone who's like a 40 year old adult 
not able to function around young 20 year olds like, yeah i'm like dude you're gonna have a long road ahead of you like yeah. this is really <laughs> i i do have to say this though that since i've been here in texas i've met a lot of women who are like super supportive that's good and, like there's not you know when I was a flight attendant, there was these things like, oh, I don't want her to come and hang out with me because she's prettier than me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And since I've been here, I met so many women who are like fucking dead gorgeous and they're supportive of each other. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, they like take pictures with me and tag me. And they're yeah. like, you know, they're just, yeah. that's good. Invite me to hang out with their friends. They don't, f- they don't feel insecure or whatever, no. you know? And I fucking love that. It's like, this is the type of women I want to be around with. Like supportive women that is, yeah. m- is more than just, you know, skin. It's like, it's deeper than that yeah yeah that's good i do feel like there is kind of a shift going on with i I, i'm just speaking with women in stand-up where i feel 10 20 years ago it was a little bit more of a competition and like every woman for themselves but i feel like now it's becoming more of we can we can rise together yes Instead of having one one person gets to be like the girl, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm. And I, we I'm, can do so much more if we are together anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, I love it. When I I would love it if they stopped focusing on the because um, you're you're beautiful. So Thank you. you. Like, Sorry, so you. you must have. I mean, do you do you, um, like that they focus you're on pretty, so therefore you can't possibly be funny. Yes. Or, yeah. or, or, <laughs> or that you're not evolving or that you're not learning as you go like they get to. You yeah. get to go, they get to go we'll talk about their dicks all day long on yeah. s- uh, and call that a set. But, and they get to evolve. You know what I mean? Like everyone who's b- super big now started with lame jokes in the beginning. Exactly. But because we're female and because we're, um, you know, we look for a certain so, way. For some reason, they're like, oh, shit, it talks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they, they're like, well, po- can't possibly have any value to say. Or or you get booked because you're, you're pretty. pretty. You get booked because you have yeah. tits. You get booked because you're, you know, use your sexuality. I'm like, if you had any sexuality, you'd probably use, use it, too, it too. So fuck yourself. Beauty is a card that must get played, first of all. And second of all, being pretty is not enough to get booked because you go on stage and then you do a shit job. Like, why would That's they book it. you again? But if you yeah. keep getting booked, it's because you're funny period and it's like i heard some some rumors about my person which was oh she's always out uh, she's always getting booked she must be fucking some comics oh god and it's like but if i was a man if i was a married man who's always out following their dream they they wouldn't be talking any shit or if i was a man who's just like good looking it's like oh yeah you're good looking motherfucker but because i'm a girl that's the first thing they talk about but they don't know that first of all i drive two hours every night to do fucking comedy Mm -hmm. i started my own show where i pay comedians Okay, I pay many times I even take out of my paycheck to pay them. Yeah. Okay, I write and perform comedy in my second language. It's really difficult to be funny, period. It's even more difficult to be funny in your second language. Right. And like, why why aren't you talking about that instead? Yep. 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 (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that that, and it's also. I've kind of I don't want to say I dress down more to do stand up, but yeah, I never there, wear my tits on stage. <laughs> but the thing is, like, there's an extra pressure if you do look good because if you do poorly, then you're kind of proving everyone right mm-hmm. that, like, pretty girls aren't funny. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 this extra pressure of you're like, if I'm going to look this way and if I'm not good, I'm going to prove them all right, you yeah. know? So 
that's definitely been something that I'm like, maybe if I feel like I'm going to have a bad set, like I'll wear something that I'm like kind of covering myself more. Yeah. Um, because I don't want to do, you know, I just don't want to prove that. I had many comics coming up to me and being like, oh, you know, when you do comedy, like even people who don't do comedy, you should like dress down more or you should hide. Like I had a yeah, fucking but turtleneck. If, but if you're not yourself, then you don't. Exactly. You know, in the beginning, I, I was told that, by, you know, how from, yeah. Yeah. I can't, I almost said the name. Um, <laughs> but, and I tried it. I tried to. You don't feel nerd yourself. it up and wear flat shoes. And I was just like, I just don't feel like I'm even yeah. in my own skin right now. Yeah. And it. And I wear I wear turtle like a little mock turtleneck usually yeah. black. I do wear boots because I'm more comfortable in them because it's yeah. not, at least not heels is a bit much for people sometimes. But like for the most part, I am always covered up. Yeah. And so like even the guy I'm dating is like you're you never show anything, and I'm like not when I work because it's like it's too distracting. Yeah. I, I I feel like you're not allowed to wear your tits until you've made it. Yes. Once you've made it, once I've made it and I, I get that Netflix special, then I can wear my tits. Yeah. In fact, I I, I might just wear just a nude bodysuit all the time. Yeah, I had like people telling me, "Oh, you know, cuz people just pay attention to you, they won't be listening to what you're saying." And I had this joke that it was like, "Yeah, but that's that's men because mm-hmm. women can multitask. It's they can true. listen to me and pay attention to what I'm wearing. Yeah. Like it's yeah. not my fault that you go and think about other fucking things and you don't listen to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If I was like fucking naked, I would understand, but it's not like, you know. Yeah. But then if you say shit like this, it's like, oh, you s- she's so full of herself. So you fucked either way. Mm. <laughs> like this? Get the mic a little. Yeah. 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 And, um, yeah, I'm always cognizant of, like, what I'm wearing and should I wear that or should I not? But I, I think at the end of the day, you need to wear what makes you feel comfortable. Exactly. And, I mean, there's been times where I've worn outfits where the guys are kind of looking at me. And I don't really take offense to it. Um, and they end up laughing and enjoy. You know, I, I just have so many guy comics being like, they'll be distracted. But I'm like, I've, I've watched guys check me out while I'm on stage and then they listen to me. Like, yeah. They, they'll listen to you. Yeah. Like, they're not just Neanderthals. Yeah. <laughs> they're like puppies. You just have to use the right cadence. Yeah. Right yeah. tone. <laughs> I got a treat. I got a treat in my pocket. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, and with, like, performing, I mean, you want to look, you're putting on a show. You're, yeah. You, you want to put your best foot forward. I mean... I think it's a good thing if you if people are looking at you and you look good, like it's your brand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it's, I mean, I, I, I'm. It would be silly for me to like all of a sudden decide I'm gonna go troll like just completely against brand because I'm like I spent too many years doing what I do, so it's just like why fight it? Yeah, you know what I mean, like it's like now I talk. <laughs> yeah yeah how <laughs> i talking in my sweaters <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um okay so you so i gotta get this so you went from portugal to norway to where to to abu dhabi abu dhabi to then berlin uh yeah then i went no so i went to <laughs> portugal norway abu dhabi and then i was in a long distance now with my husband so i quit my job and I moved in with him okay. and he worked for the government. So he went to Kosovo. So I, I went to Kosovo, which was a nightmare because there was nothing for me to do there. And there was Where no comedy. That? It's in Europe. Oh. It's in Europe. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure it is. 
let me let me google that real quick (laughs) but it's like a third world country and um they were still in war for a while and it smells like a coal is it coal how you say in english do you know when you were in a fire yes Mm. yeah it smells like that like even because like they're um industrial thing doesn't have a filter so the whole city oh, smells no. like it so even if you go outside that must you're be horrible for yeah, your health it's very toxic and your hair smells like it it's so oh, bad f- yeah. and there's no comedy there so i couldn't do shit mm-hmm. so it says here uh, kosovo is a self-declared independent country in the balkans region of europe oh you have tried you should have like made your child like <gasps> missiles they don't am i speak- right <laughs> i know right they don't speak very good english either not everybody speaks english and then we went to paraguay and i thought oh this is gonna be awesome but there was nothing else to do either it's yeah. a third world country as well um so yeah it was like very tough six months because we were seeing so this is why quarantine is nothing for me because you were like i was in a third world country by twice myself. <laughs> yeah twice with my husband and we were sharing a hotel room yeah that only had like a room and the bathroom wow yeah so it was like so him. fucked up yeah <laughs> i know I like <laughs> so this is why people are like people are my my mom is like people are getting divorced how is your relationship i'm like this is nothing yeah you're this like is nothing we've been for through me war. <laughs> yeah we've been to long distance we've been in, in a place where i couldn't get out of the room and i was like a fucking you know sex slave <laughs> <laughs> for my husband for like six months you know this is nothing yeah so that's why now that i'm here i'm working so hard because i feel like i have to make it up for all the time i lost right right yeah and there is I've talked about it so many times, but especially as females, like there's, you just, you're so nervous. You're like, I have to do things before I get to a yes. certain age. And it's so, yeah, it's just guys don't have that because even yeah. when they're parents, it's like, I can still do everything. I, so I can still have my body, yeah. you know, I'm not going to have to worry about my, my, ki- my kid, my wife's going to watch the kid while yeah. I go do what I want to do. You know, it doesn't have to worry about a uh, postpartum depression and having your pussy lips stretch until your <laughs> knees you know <laughs> like Jesus. some girls have that it's yeah. fucked up so well, hopefully before that happens you can have enough money from 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 comedy to yeah. get that fixed up to get that fixed i hope so <laughs> are you wanting to have children yeah i would love to have kids yeah but do you do you kind of feel that pressure of like you need to get these things yeah. done before you can 100 percent. i feel that pressure so much especially because my mom had me at 40 mm. and she thought she had my the menopause had really yeah that's so cool i i mean it's cool that what the human body can do yeah um and she had like all these hormonal issues and stuff so she thought she was in the menopause and then her doctor was like oh you're pregnant she was like what yeah (laughs) so it was um yeah i definitely i definitely feel the pressure because i mean my mom she didn't have any patience for me and she's like super old school yeah and i don't want to be that mom right you know so i mean she was a great mom but like when it comes to like she took care of me you know but when it comes to being there psychological for your kid she wasn't because she had to work so hard mm-hmm. you know to take care of me mm-hmm. that she was Are you an only child no i i have an older brother he's 13 years older than okay. me okay yeah i my sibling i have a sister that's 16 years older than me and another sister that's 12 years older than oh me. wow yeah so i was definitely and then my mom had me when she was 40 oh yeah <laughs> I, I'm your mom. Yeah, now <laughs> Rachel's my mom. Her Rachel mom gets happy that I'm here because she can take a break. Rachel's yeah. my Chris Jenner. Cool. <laughs> yeah, my momager. Yeah, so I definitely, I just don't want to, I don't want to be um, that stressed. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely, even my family's like, when are you giving me, you know, a grandchild and mm-hmm. stuff? I'm like, I just, 
I don't have time to do that right now. You're like, I'm, ju- I'm getting my life together. Right yeah. Now. Just yeah. finally, after all this time, I get to focus on what I want to do. Yeah. 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 Um, so are, are you going to be living in Austin for a while? Yeah, I'm going to be here. Okay. I'm going to stay here. Okay. That's good. Um, so you, so you went to so many, <laughs> I was going to go through, like, I can't even go through where all you've lived. Um, Cool. So you're doing stand up in Austin. You you do some acting as well. Yeah. Yeah. Are those kind of the two main things you're focusing on? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, what what's kind of the acting scene like in Austin? I don't know because I just started and I just got an agent like two months ago. Okay. But you know what's funny is that he actually texted me two days ago, and he said uh, I sent him a message. I sent him a message first because I uh, like I said. I keep auditioning for this TV show, mm-hmm. but I don't get a call back. Mm-hmm. And then I said to him, hey, by the way, I'm open to do um, reality shows unless it involves dating. And he answered, they all involve dating. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. all reality TV is. And he goes like, oh, um, yeah, well, maybe if you stop wearing so much makeup in tapes, that will help. Thank you. And I was Ooh. like, that's the thing. See, I hate when agents do that. They need to tell you that shit. Right away. Right away. Yeah. Right away. Like, that's like, that's like something that, that they should say. Um, maybe you don't think that you wear, you wear that much makeup. Castings, can yeah. each casting agent's going to be different. And, yeah. the, the, and also, if something's not working, try something else. Like, yeah. I have to do a movie pretty soon. Uh, he politely, the director politely told me that I need to look innocent. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he was like, those lashes have to go. So that's oh. what I was like, they're just too, this is But like when you, when you have lashes and then you take them off, don't you feel like naked? Oh, I'm going to look like an iguana for sure. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's like no lashes. That's so why I was like telling her, I was telling Hannah, I'm like, I'm going to have to have my lash lady, um, like Do you more know? natural so that I can like wean myself off of it. Do you know what you can do also? This is a trick. I mean, if you decide to remove all of them, you can buy the Grande Lash uh, Serum. Mm-hmm. And there's another one called Rapid Lash. And you mix those two. Look, your lashes will grow like fucking pubes. Oh. For real. Pubes. <laughs> like, they will grow so Isn't much. is it crazy how pubes just sprout from, like, you're like, I'm good. And then all of a sudden, like, where'd you come from? Yeah. yeah. Where did you come from? Yeah. You're like, I'm good. I'm good. And then it's all got of a sudden, you're like, it what should the be good. Heck? Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden, then you're like the missing link yeah yeah but I, I called my and that's another cultural thing so i call him i was like so you think i wear too much makeup and he goes no i, I don't mean anything by that i'm that's like okay yeah. but like you could have told me that i wouldn't be upset right always be upfront with that, me that's or whatever another american like thing i did a casting for this other tv show that i'm supposedly producing and uh, I, I had this cleavage and i have fake boobs so of course it was like whoa that's some fake ass titties yeah and uh she told me would you mind wearing something more what was the word that she used wholesome no something more like family no like just she just said like i don't know but a word that means that and i was like yeah of course i understand that Mm -hmm. like there's nothing wrong with saying that what am i going to do be upset about it well you know why it's because okay so i've i've been in the entertainment industry for many moons and <laughs> when Many I was Hannah's age, um, they would just tell, flat out tell you, skin to win, cover up, hide those things, bring them out. You're fat, you're too skinny, oh, just to your face. And it was brutal, but it was, that's the, but that you, was the gig. And, and the thing is, I didn't know, I didn't know it any other way, so it really didn't affect me that much. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, um, I'm not getting booking jobs because I'm, need to 
trim it down or yeah. maybe I need to exercise more or I, I did I did have you know it was the 90s my my eyebrows are very maniacal they look like I was hatching plans <laughs> I love them <laughs> but um you know I had an agent that was like yo your eyebrows you need but them. at least he tells you, know, you he's like he's like you're gonna get booked for like music videos only like it's just if you want like television shows we need to bring it down yeah a little more and he was really honest nowadays because of the whole me too stuff girls cannot actors young people they cannot take the slightest bit of criticism because then it's just like but i'm beautiful just the way i am i'm like you're gonna be beautiful and homeless is what you're gonna be because you're not gonna (laughs) fucking book anything yeah I don't mind people telling me what's up. I mean, I don't think I wear too much makeup. I think it's because I, I have a thick eyeliner and I, I well, wear glitters. You also have the bone structure that's yeah. already very striking. Yeah. Sorry, Closer. bone structure that's already very striking. So um, it could make, if they're looking for someone that's just, you know, family television. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's It might be a bit much. But then for something that's like, fx or you know we were talking about true blood or something like that then it's spot on yeah yeah and like so the, and the name of the game of being in the entertainment industry is you're supposed to be different people so yeah. you're Versatile, supposed to be yeah. changing your look yeah to fit whatever you're auditioning for have a role for so yeah I th- people need to understand that your looks matter that's yeah a big part of entertainment that's true you know yeah that's true i mean i've literally been put on weight before well, there used to be a thing. I mean, there used to be a thing where, like, if you were too skinny, too big, whatever you were doing your show, they'd be like. Yeah. I, I I mean, even Fix the, it. the <laughs> biggest A-list actors, you know, have to lose weight for parts or gain weight or do their hair different. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Jared Leto. Yeah, Jared those Leto. Blue eyes. I almost cried. I was like, what did you do? Yeah, Jared, Jared Leto <laughs> lost so much weight because he had to play someone who had AIDS. Like, yeah. Matthew McConaughey too. Yeah. But oh, um, you all are so lucky. I really hope you guys. Is he, is he trying to be like your governor or your mayor or oh, some shit? So <gasps> sexy. He's, his wife is Brazilian too, so she oh. she's like super exotic. She's so oh, pretty. My yeah. goodness, my goodness. I would pay so much attention to politics. Matthew McConaughey. Like, all right, all right, all right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I mean, he's older now, but like in his day, in his prime. God, damn. I think he's still hot. I don't know. Ooh, okay. He's so hot. You don't think so? He seems like a dad. He's too dad for me. You think so? (laughs) He looks like he knows what he's doing. I think he knows what he's doing. (laughs) Yeah. The man plays the bongos nude, for God's sake. He does? Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) He was walking around his Malibu fucking trailer park with naked smoking pot. Oh, yeah. Did you read his book? I haven't, but if there's pictures, I'll read it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think there's pictures. I listened to the audio book because you get to listen to his voice. (gasps) Why do you fall asleep to that shit? Oh fuck! <laughs> He's nice. like, I went, I went down to the beach, and there was a beautiful sea turtle. Oh, <laughs> that was very good. That was, that good was really good. Well. That was really you did good. Really well. I'm impressed with that. Uh, that's my new thing. I do impressions of Matthew McConaughey. Stop it! You're turning me on. You should do. You should do a, um, a joke about that. Yeah, maybe. I'm really bad at accents, so I'm, no, surprised, I'm surprised that I could do that. Decently. Can you do my accent? Ooh, I don't want to get canceled. Um, no, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't be upset. Say something. Say a sentence, and I'll try to say. Okay, it. like what do you want me to say? Um, I'm from Portugal, and I'm I'm trying to be a, I'm trying to be a Texan now. I am from. <laughs> 
I am from Portugal and I'm trying to be a Texan now. That was <laughs> she said it very American. <laughs> I, know, I did. I want you, you to say, say something American. exotic. Okay. Like I flew in from Miami, and mm. just super like like you're trying to kick. I want you to kick oh. that bitch off Modern Family with this accent. Oh shit! I would love to do that. <laughs> no, I love Sofia Vergara. No, I but I want her. you to. Oh, you're gonna play the younger sister. Like okay. get it in there, girl. <laughs> oh, girl. All right. I like strawberries. I like chocolate, but not together. Ah! Oh, <laughs> that's sexy. <laughs> Wait, strawberry. What did you say? say I like strawberries and I like chocolate, but not together. I like strawberries. <laughs> I'm, I'm sounding like a man. I need to not lower my voice too much. I like strawberries and chocolate, but not together. No, that was French. Ooh. That was French. <laughs> That was very really close. That was really close. I can, I don't see. I don't hear my accent yeah. until I hear like my recording. I'm like, <gasps> what the fuck is that? Like I hate it. I hate it. No, no oh, it's, it's so bad. People listen. Yeah. yeah. People. Who, uh, trust me. Mm. People like it. Yeah. I used okay. to my my ex. I've been married a lot. One of all my husbands have always said they're really upset that my parents like robbed me of my accent. Yeah, my mom. My mom had. She's from here, and she had. She's Mexican, and she just had like, you know, it wasn't cool back in back then to be yeah. ethnic, and so she she tried to just whitewash me as much as possible because she thought it'd be easier okay. for me. Mm-hmm. And it really. I'm like, you robbed me of my culture. <laughs> How dare you? Um, and so when I would yell at my husband, they were like, can't you do this in Spanish? And I was like, I can't. And they were just so sad. They're like, you could say whatever mm. abusive thing you want as long as it was in another language. Because yeah. they were like, that'd be sexy, really hot if you yelled at me in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <sighs> do you yell at your husband in Spanish? No. I mean, is your I'm, first language I'm, Portuguese? I'm Portuguese, yeah. Oh, Portuguese. But like, that's even sexier wait, than Spanish. Do, peop, do people speak Spanish in Portugal? Or no, no. They sp- no. There's Portuguese. Yeah. Portuguese. They speak yeah. Portuguese, it's but like closer to French, right? No, no. So Portugal, Spain is right next to Portugal, so we speak like the Spaniards Spanish. Mm. But um, but like, it's not, we don't speak that. It's not the second language. You know what I mean? They only speak Portugal, and then some people who are a little bit more culture will speak Spanish and English. Gotcha. You know what I mean? But like, um, when I go back home to Portugal, mm-hmm. my friends say that I have an accent now. Oh, yeah. And I, I sometimes I skip one verb or another. Like I misunderstand the verbs, which is something that I do here in America, wh- where it's like, mm-hmm. let's I see. I do too. Don't let's worry. Let's see. Mm, for example, we're talking. I, um, I, I cannot think of any example now. Uh, can you say like any words that are like supposedly close together? that go together um that mean the same thing mm, no that like they go together like that's an example of like for example if a place there's this new comedy club opening up that is called cave in the creek i'll call it creek in the cave oh, you know what i mean gotcha. or like um still adorable <laughs> so i'm still on i'm still in this i'm still in this <laughs> we're still listening i was i was I'm uh, not kicking you out of bed for eating crackers then i'm sorry i'm sorry i was um i took my dog my little dog to the dog park the other day and i have a little mint pin right mm-hmm. and this big ass rottweiler like came to attack my dog mm-hmm. and i was so scared because he like you could see he was about to fuck him up right mm-hmm. so i just grabbed him by the harness and i turned around because my dog is not my dog has these balls still Right. So I thought maybe that this is why he's going to attack my dog. So I turned around to the lady and I wanted to ask her, hey, isn't your dog like snip, like neutered, (laughs) neutered? How's the word? Yeah, neutered. Yeah, neutered. But I couldn't remember that word. So I just said, hey, lady, isn't your dog circumcised? (laughs) (laughs) And she looked at me like and then I understood what I said. and I go, oh, he ain't Jewish. (laughs) 
okay. Oh like I tried, God. I tried to make a joke out of it, and I she she was for it. Oh <laughs> yeah. my God, you gotta do that on stage. That's funny. I do it. Okay, good, good. That is. I think funny. this was a perfect example. Yeah, but it's just so annoying that I forget like words like that which is weird like it comes to a point where if you like bilingual or you speak like three languages what do you say trilingual like it comes to a point in your life where you're not good at any of them right because it's just so jumbled in your brain yeah like if i speak with my parents in portuguese i need at least like 10 minutes to get my shit back together so i can speak english again yeah like there was this time that i woke up and i was talking with my husband he was like on the couch and i wake up and i'm talking with him in portuguese (laughs) he's staring at me like what I don't understand what you're saying. And I go, what? But in my head, I was speaking English, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I actually, I took Spanish from kindergarten to sophomore year, almost 10 years. And I was fluent in Spanish. And I spent, I I didn't practice it for a few years and I lost it. I don't know any Spanish. And I knew it fluently. I could write it. I could read it. I could speak it. And now I don't know Spanish at all. Maybe if you get a few classes, you'll remember. Yeah, I, I kind of wanted to do that. I was going to do that last year and, you know, everything shut down. But I was like, maybe if I just kind of get back into it, I'll probably like pick it back up again. Yeah. But. Trip to Mexico. Why don't we just go to Mexico? <laughs> see if I can see if I can talk. I I couldn't speak Spanish that I could understand people and read it and write it. Yeah, I can understand people. But can't. Uh. speaking it's just a, it's a lot of confidence to be able to speak another language. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you're at least lucky because you're so white. Do you know how disappointed people are when they speak Spanish to me? I'm like, <laughs> that happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get my Google Translate out. When, when I went, when second. I went, they're so disappointed with me. There's the look of just pure disappointment. <laughs> like, That's funny. That happened to me. I, I visited Amsterdam and I kept having people come up to me and try to speak Dutch or yeah. Swedish. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not from here. Yeah. <laughs> so. I have a lot of people speaking Spanish with me as well here, but it's like, I speak some Spanish. Mm-hmm. I just need some time to warm up as well. Yeah. Yeah. But it's cool. That makes me happy because it's like, oh my God, maybe can they, can they like take me in in their culture or something? I belong <laughs> somewhere here. I don't know. I don't understand like this thing with people saying you look so exotic. I don't understand you know what? that. I've it's, not, it's when I was younger, was I hated that sentence. I hated that sentence because I grew up in, I grew up here in, in Corpus Christi, but mostly in back and forth San Diego, so La Jolla. And it was just a bunch of white people, just me and a sea of white people. And so when they go, oh my God, you're so exotic. It's something about it. It's condescending. I don't know what it was, but it didn't feel good. And I, I, I don't think, and I was so young that I just wanted to be like everyone else. Yeah. I had that in Norway. I felt like that. Yeah. And I, it was just really like, I'm like, why do I have to be exotic? Like, I had an Indian girl telling me I looked exotic. Oh, wow. And it's like, okay. Hmm. It's just so strange to me. Yeah. But we need to come up with a new word than that. But you know something? I like when, even when you said that I have a very strong bone structure, like I don't, see, I don't see it. So like I I think that as a compliment because a, a lot compliment. of people pay for this yeah, so I, I that yeah. makes me happy yeah. but like even when I go home back to Portugal I literally had three different people telling me in a week to my mom like she's your daughter she looks so exotic like I don't know I, I don't understand yeah it's so strange I know that they don't mean it in a bad way like like international like they don't know where you're from yes like you i do don't know things. what does it mean yeah does it mean that you clearly not from here does it mean that you have a different type of energy i, I like thought it meant not american not yeah 
you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like how people used to, like, before they learned how to not call other human beings oriental. Like, oh. that's kind of, that's how it felt. Mm-hmm. Right. right. That's yeah. how it felt. I was just like, oh. <laughs> you know, I actually dyed my hair on purpose because of that. Mm. I dyed my hair lighter because of that. Because I had all these fucking questions. Mm. And oh, so like you wanted you wanted to whitewash a little bit. I wanted, sense? yeah, a little bit. Well, yeah, just to be nondescript. Yeah, be anything. Yes, yeah. and I had like because also I was all auditioning for a lot of Spanish roles. Right. I hate when they go. You can learn it really quick. I'm like, no, no. actually, I can't. Yeah. I can speak <laughs> Spanish, but I don't have that. Just like in English, when I have an accent, mm-hmm. I have an accent in Spanish as well, and people can tell that I'm not native. Right. So, I don't know. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you. Do you want to promote anything that you're yes. doing? So we have uh, me and Colton, who, who is a very uh, funny comedian, and he co-owns this new comedy club that moved here from New York City called Cave in the Creek or Creek in the Cave. <laughs> <laughs> Something like yes, that. Yes, downtown in Austin. Uh, we, we do a show every Friday. It's a free show every Friday at WTF Ice House on 6th Street um, called Hot Cakes. Yeah. And supposedly I'm starting a new show in April, but I'll give more information. You guys can follow me on Instagram, Nasia Mahaidu. Yeah, I'll put I'll put I'll put your info in the description of Perfect. this episode. So everyone will I don't know. think anybody will be like, I have no idea what the fuck did she say. How do you write that name? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I don't know. Okay, I got that. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. I'll put you, I'll put your info in the description. Perfect. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you Rachel for being on as well. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel's info will be in the description as well. Yeah. Um and yeah, check out uh, we're going to do a, another podcast with both of these ladies on Rachel's podcast Millennial, Millennial Tendencies. Tendencies. <laughs> Available on all podcast networks now. Yeah, so check that out as well if you enjoyed this conversation and thanks guys. Perfect. Thank you. Feeling that.